Blog Talk Radio. Saturday, December 6, 2014, and you're tuned in to another edition of The Missy Show for your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and once again, I have the lovely Dee as co-captain. How you doing, buddy? Hi, Jay. <laughs> How are you today? I am good. I've just been bitten by the decorating bug today. <laughs> have you been decorating has, has Santa gotten into your home? He has just a little bit because I'm trying to get caught up because normally by now I already have all my trees up, but I got bitten by the shopping bug last week, so now I'm having to pay for it now. Well, you're probably a lot further than me because the only thing I have up are two trees on the front door. <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> Well, that's a start. That's a start. You know, I I just want it done because I don't like the idea of waiting a long time to put up the decorations because it takes so much time and energy to do it in the first place. So I can't be one of those people. And no offense to people who put their decorations up on like the 15th or 20th of the month, but I have so many decorations that it wouldn't even be worth it for me to only have it up for like five or ten days. You know. Yeah, Yeah, you need the full time. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not one of those people because I've been online and there are some people who are saying they put theirs up right after Halloween. I'm not that <laughs> that anal with the Christmas decorations. And once again, no offense to those who love it and want to do it. <laughs> bless you, bless you, bless you. But you know what? Some people like the whole anticipation of it. So if you want to get more bang for your buck, you know, for the whole thing, why they would do that. I would I see why you would do that. Yeah, yeah. And and trust me, I, I get it, but I'm more of a person I'm kinda like, okay, the day after Thanksgiving, I'm good. But but I get there are some real Christmas fanatics out there, so hey, there may be some people who do it in September to each his own. Hey. There you go. You know what? More power to you. I'll drive by your house and look at your <laughs> your decoration. Exactly. Hey, that's fun to do. Okay, now in keeping with the subject of Christmas, today's show is focusing on some of the potential hazards that the season may pose for our furry family members. But before we begin, we once again want to give out the call-in information for those who might want to join this conversation. Um, And that number is 347-838-8313, or you can listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash She's a tortie, and that's S-H-E-S-A-T-O-R-T-I-E. And links for information from today's show will be posted on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash missy.show44. Now for today's episode, it is Holiday Pet Safety Tips, or also known as the Holly Jolly Safety Episode. And, you know, we we did a version of this show for Halloween, and, you know, we found out quite a lot, so we thought it was important to do another one for the Christmas season. Um, exactly. Because this season There's involves... It goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are different types of dangers for Christmas, you know, compared to the ones for Halloween. So we're going to go ahead and get started. 
And I'm going to bounce the ball to you, Dee, and I'm going to let you kick it off. What did you say? I'm sorry. Say that again, Jay. Oh, I, I just said I'm going to bounce the ball in your corner and let you kick it off. What What all did you find out or start well, off with something you found out? Well, the stuff that I found out, well, I found out a whole bunch of stuff, actually, because there are a lot of, you know, hidden dangers, and then there's some dangers that are right up there in front. Um, one of the sites that I went to was peteducation.com, and a lot of theirs, this particular uh, site, some of the stuff that I found, dealt with food. A lot of the foods that we have and drinks that we have that are around during the holidays that could be potential dangers for your pets because what they were saying is that, you know, rich fatty foods like gravy or grease can cause problems ranging from stomach upsets like pancreatic pancreatitis, excuse me, which is an inflammation of the um, pancreas resulting in pain, vomiting, and dehydration. And dogs with this serious condition often require hospitalization. So, you know, you have all kinds of foods that are going on. And, you know, stuff might spill on the ground or you might have stuff in, as um, as they say, which a term I found, which I've never used, but I think about it because I think about my boomer, where pets will go um, counter surfing where, you know, they smell, you have all these different smells that are coming out of the kitchen and they're coming around. And so they might get their little noses up there to try to counter surf to see what's up on that level. So you have to think about all the different foods that you're going to be making and think about your pet when you're doing it because they might get into stuff. Stuff you might throw in the trash. You know, you might think that, okay, we've thrown it away in the trash, but you're outside or you're somewhere, you might be with guests and, and, and Fido is somewhere in the kitchen saying, I smell all kinds of things coming out of this thing. And they might get in there and get into something. So you want to be careful about the rich fatty foods, the grease, the gravies, the different things, even stuff you might think that you've thrown away in the trash can, they can get in there and lick it off and get an upset stomach from it, which can potentially, you know, put them in, you know, the hospital. Also, another thing they were talking about was alcohol, because, of course, the festive season, you bring out your spirits, and you might have your glasses at, you know, table or counter level that might be low enough for your pet to get into. So alcohol can cause a serious intoxication in pets, and many dogs are attracted to it because of the smell. Every year, hundreds of dogs die after a single bout of alcohol consumption. So make sure you clean up the glasses after the holiday party because dogs are often attracted by the sweet taste of drinks, especially and if you don't even think about it because you think sometimes you think about eggnog being, you know, something that they can deal with or whatever, but a lot of times people put alcohol within the eggnog, especially if you're having if you're gonna have your pet out while your guests are there and you have them there. So they're not thinking about it. And if the dog is there or whatever and you have the glass that is might be empty but it still has the residue in it, you know, and, and they get in there and start licking and they get a taste of that stuff. So you have to be really, really careful about that. Also, I found that interesting about the alcohol because I was like, I wouldn't think that animals would be attracted to it, you know, but I guess it makes sense maybe for dogs if they like juice and they like that type of stuff, I guess maybe they would be. I don't know why. I, I was actually shocked by that one. Well, the, the thing about it is, is what they were saying is the smell, because of course dogs, their smell is like 10 times more than ours. And depending on the type of drink you might have, because I know um, Boomer, he was like, a fanatic about, like, if you had your cup or something on the table and he could smell it, he wanted to come by and just give it a little whiz, like, what was that? You know, you might have fruit punch or something in it, and it's that strong, pungent smell that attracted him. And he mm-hmm. wanted to see, you know, what was in there. He want, 
and if you let it hit the ground, he's going in there with the tongue. He's going in the tongue first. So especially eggnog because it's so sweet-smelling, and if you have a, a spiked eggnog, it still will have that sweet smell, but you have alcohol in it, and that can potentially be dangerous. For Why? Okay. And also they were talking about chocolate and coffee and tea. They all contain ex- exodines, which I'm not even sure. It's X-A-N-T-H-I-N-E-S, which cause um, nervous system or urinary system damage and um, heart and muscle stimulation. So, you, of course, we all know the dangers of chocolate and animals and stuff like that. So just think about all the different foods you might put out there. You have your uncooked um, meats and fish that can have bacteria in it because you're in the kitchen and you're so busy and something might fall and you might leave it out and you might go answer a phone call, you might have a guest to come in, you have that stuff out on your counter or somewhere with the dog or the, your animal, especially cats because cats can, I'm quite sure you can attest to this, cats will sometimes jump to the counter and jump oh, up yes. on the Yes. You know, so if you're if you're cooking and you might think that the cat's not in the way or something and if you leave it out and you might go answer the door or you have to go, you know, um, answer the phone or something like that and you're just leaving it out for a second, the cat's up on the counter and into it. So be be very, very careful of your uncooked meats and fish while you're preparing all your delicious dishes. Um, another thing, and this is a big important thing because we had a scare with Boomer once, was bones in your fish and your meat and your poultry can cause big problems if they swallowed. And at one time we did let him chew on the bones, but we had a scare with him where a bone got caught in his throat. And I literally reached in there because it freaked me out, and I literally reached in his mouth and pulled that bone out. So after that, there were no more bones for him. So I just, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like leery about giving dogs bones and stuff like that. I know a lot of people do. You have to understand that sometimes the bones like shatter and they have really sharp pointy pieces or whatever. They can get lodged and cause um, perforations in the throat and in the stomach. So I'm just a person wanting to say, you know what, don't give them bones. Don't give them anything like that. Yeah, better safe than sorry. So, and and also one of the big things when we said, I think we talked about this one time on one of our shows about the foods, about grapes and raisins. Yes. They, are, they, they contain an unknown toxin which can cause damage to the kidneys. So you really, 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 really want to be careful about those macadamia nuts have a toxin, which um, can affect the digestive and nervous system and the muscles of the dog. So you just want to be really, really, really careful about all the foods. Just make sure the foods you give to him or give to them are just their treats, things that they can have. And make sure that when you're preparing these foods, and sometimes people might put out, you know, different things on your table, but you want to put out like, like we have a fruit bowl, and fruit bowls that we put in the house that have different nuts and things in it. But just make sure that they're not in a position or a place where the dogs or your animals or your cats or what have you can get at them because a lot of foods, a lot of different things can actually have toxins in them that can be really, 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 really bad for your pet. Exactly. And, and we as humans, we don't really think about that. I guess we take those things for granted because we can eat raisins and all of that and it doesn't really do anything. But, yes, you- definitely be careful with your pets. Yeah, you think of that stuff as being healthy and you think, what can it, but, you know, what we can eat with this might be a different thing of how they absorb it could be toxic. So you just be very, very careful. Please do your research. Please just be aware of what you're putting out and what you're preparing and where, you know, just keep it in reference to where your animal is at all times when you're preparing different things because just seeing cats jump up on the counter and different things, I just see a moment of, 
you're preparing something, the phone rings, someone comes through the door, you have it out there, you're just going to run away for a second, the cat jumps up, and they're into it. So just mm-hmm. be very, 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 very careful. Another thing that I found that, um, and, and I knew maybe some of this, but not all of it, but there are certain plants that are very poisonous yes. to cats and dogs that we may have out during the holiday season. Um Holly, um, the leaves and the berries can actually cause stomach upset and can be potentially fatal to both dogs and cats. Yeah. So if if you have any holly bushes or if you just have a holly plant in your house, you definitely want to keep that away from your pets. Do not have that anywhere near them. Um, mistletoe. Mistletoe is another one. Um, it upsets their stomachs and can cause heart collapse. Wow. Wow, okay. I, I didn't know that. And um, hibiscus can cause diarrhea. Oh. So you, you don't want that. Um, you, you have enough going on during the holiday season, so you don't want a cat or dog with an upset tummy. And that's actually the least of your worries, you know, because some of these plants are do much more damage than just give them an upset stomach. Um, yeah. Even poinsettias. And I didn't know this because um, we had some poinsettias one year, and I didn't even know this at the time with Missy, but they said poinsettias have an irritating sap during in the mouth and stomach upset. Oh. Yeah, we we would always because we would bring because we I mean that's one of the things I love to bring it to the house during the, the holiday season of poinsettias. But with just knowing that I think they were saying they were toxic to people too. But just knowing that and knowing Boomer, he would just because he's one of he he led with his nose, bless his little heart, and he would always because you know how the leaves would drop off of the, the poinsettias after a while mm-hmm. they and he would just be fascinated with that so we would constantly have to be monitoring if they've dropped off and where he is and what he's doing and we taught him you know don't go near those and we had you know commands for him no stay away no leave that alone so he pretty much knew that was a no-no don't go near those but you know he's a, he was a he was a curious little boy so there were times where you could see him kind of looking at him like I just want to go over there and sniff that which is why you don't want to chance it and if you just want some colorful plants around the house consider fake plants sometimes yeah. they're, they're just as pretty they're just as pretty I've seen great fake poinsettias that I'm like hey that might be something we can do <laughs> yeah. we like you know you just you it's it, if you can get it, you can have it, you have your decoration, but also you know it's for your animal. Exactly. And you know what? Another thing, Dee, that people might want to consider is when they, they put the glass balls on their tree, you may mm-hmm. not want to put those on the lower branches because a lot of times, I know when we had, um, when um, one of our first Christmases, Missy was, like, breaking the balls on the lower branches. And luckily she didn't try to, like, eat them or anything, and I was in there, and I would always go and sweep them up immediately. But, you know, animals are curious, and they might ingest those little broken pieces of glasses, and that could cause lacerations in their esophagus or in their intestinal tract. So definitely be very, very careful with glass ornaments. Exactly, exactly. Those, we would actually, well, we really don't have any because God bless Boomer, he had a tail that had a mind of its own because I think <laughs> he didn't even realize his, because he was part child, so he had the child tail. And he didn't even realize there was a time where it used to, it would go straight up in the air like a child tail and it would curve over. And bless his little heart, he would go by and he really wouldn't even mean it because he would just be walking and the tail would just be gone and he would, 
we would clear like three or four ornaments off that tree at a wrap. Just oh, it's a little hard. So we would end up actually. You would see our tree, and it would be it would be a certain line of decoration. And the bottom part would just be bare because his tail had just wow. It could slap off some stuff on the table, and he would just be walking by, and he would just take out cups, and it would just take out things, and he would think. Did I do that? And I'm like, it's okay, baby. We know it's okay. We know. This is the same way. She she has I call it nervous tail syndrome where her tail will just get to switching and it's like she isn't even aware of it. It's just she's exactly. knocked over some stuff too. Exactly. Another thing, Jay, is what I found out was a lot of people because you have your you have your Christmas trees and you have your wrap presents under there, but you have to understand that, you know, a lot of the wrapping that you put on your presents can be dangerous for your pet, too. The ribbons and the yarns and the strings can cause mm-hmm. intestinal obstruction, you know, bunching in the intestines and stuff like that. So just be really, 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 really careful. And a lot of people want to put a ribbon around the dog's neck, but that also can be dangerous, too, because it could get hung, it could get tied, it could cause a choking hazard. So just be really careful about, you know, if you want to dress your pet up, just be really careful about what you're putting on your pet goes back to when we did our, our Halloween show about, you know, putting costumes on your pet. Just be really careful about what you're putting on your pet for Christmas. Yes, and if you are going to do that, don't leave them unattended. Exactly. Just make sure it's only for a short period of time. Do a dry run beforehand and make sure they're comfortable with it. You can see what kind of behaviors and mannerisms they might have towards that, that you know, piece of clothing or what have you that you might put on just to see, you know, if they're little pieces. You, of course, you don't want little pieces because, of course, they can eat it and it can be choking hazards and things like that. So be very, very careful about your decorations and your wrappings and any clothing you might want to decorate your dog with or your cat or, or your animal. And, you know, another thing, and, and I found this out, this is something else that's missy, um, you have to be careful with the Christmas trees and you need to make sure that they're really anchored well especially I imagine if you have the real trees, but we, we always have an artificial tree. But um, it's probably a little different with dogs, but I know cats sometimes like to jump in the tree. Yes. <laughs> and if you have a fat cat like I do, um, depending on the size of your tree, it can come toppling down. So um, you have to sometimes be very careful with that um, too. Um, something else I found interesting for those who have live trees is, you know, you have to even be careful of the water, I guess, that you have the tree in, you know, to keep it alive, you know, because that water can become stagnant or it can, you know, build up bacteria. Or it also even just has, um, what did they say, like uh, fertilizers. It can seep into the water. And, you know, animals, you know, they, they, they're curious and they may want to sip some of that tree water. So that's really not good for them. It's not good for them at all. You need to have that covered up. Exactly. It's it's you just want to make sure that you are aware of what they do because you don't want to not have your decorations and things and, and your tree and everything. But you got to make sure that you're vigilant on what that animal's doing, especially if you're going to leave that animal in the house and you're not there. Like you you know you can't of course always take your pet with you. And my thing was when we would leave to go Christmas shopping or something like that, of course we would leave Boomer at home, and you have all your decorations and your trees and everything up, and especially if you have the dog that's not crated. And you might want to think about crating them when you're not home, especially during the holiday season, train your dog and have them in a crate or keep them in a part of the house that doesn't have any kind of decorations and things like that, especially when you're not there. 
because they can get into all kinds of trouble. Yeah, speaking of trouble, one of them um, kind of made me chuckle that this is a bit more of a lighthearted one. But they were saying with your dogs, um, you might want to be careful about your tablecloth because mm. they just see that as a game. And you may have a wonderful dinner or something set up, and they may decide, hey, this is fun. Let's let's talk with this. And they sort of snatch everything off of your table. It's, it's, you know, here's the thing. This is nice because it's hanging down and it just hit me on my head and it's, what's that? And can I chew it? Let me taste it. And if I pull it, hey, a roll fell off. The table escape's coming. And each time I pull it, something else comes off that's yummy and good. So let me just yank for all I'm worth. And, and you know, Rover has pulled your Christmas tablescape to the floor. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yes, be be aware of that, and then and, and and it could also be a hazard too because you know you you may have something you know in a glass glass plate you may have things on the table that can get broken. So yes, be be careful of the tablecloth hanging down because that's a big temptation for dogs. Just like the tinsel is a temptation for cats. So be very careful with tinsel and ribbon because I don't know, I'm sure most people are familiar with if you pull some yarn, cats go crazy. They want to run in behind string and yarn. Well, they're the same way with tinsel. So just be careful of that because I know every year when I'm decorating the tree, Missy becomes very fascinated with any ribbon or tinsel that I use. So, yeah, be careful. Exactly. And one thing I want to give out, Jay, because we're giving out all of these different things that could be harmful, if, unfortunately, which I hope this doesn't happen to anyone, but if, unfortunately, something, your dog or your cat or your animal ingests something, we want to give out the poison control number for the poison control, the Animal Poison Control Center. Yes. A 24-7 number um, that if, unfortunately, something happens, you need emergency, of course you're going to be taken into the vet, hopefully, but if you need to get some advice right away, the number for Animal Poison Control Center is 855. 855- Seven six four seven six six one. That's eight five seven six four seven six six one. And that's just a number you might want to keep handy. You might want to always have this handy, but especially at the time for at holiday time for your your pet, just in case. Unfortunately, I hope nothing like this happens that you will ever have to use this number. But just in case you do, you have the number. Exactly. Exactly. Because I didn't, and I didn't think about this either, Dee, but they even said that, like, um, artificial snow, it can be mildly toxic for animals. Yeah, yeah, you know, because the thing about it is, is I think we get so, you know, we get on this kind of Christmas decorating high and the more, because I know I'm not always in the decorating spirit, but sometimes when I do get in it, I have this thing of, like, I see a vision and I want to make it happen. And so you're not thinking about the potential hazards it could pose. You just want to see your your vision come to fruition and, and, you know, artificial snow and all of these different little, you know, manger scenes with little pieces that, you know, can, you know, baby Jesus in the little, you know, manger, little piece sitting out on the floor or somewhere on the counter or whatever on the desk or it's pretty, but also it's just something that's new, a different smell for your, your pet that's like, hey, just like you're seeing all these different little things, the pets like these are different smells, these are different things, I must investigate. And most of the time they're doing it with their nose and their mouth. So just mm-hmm. be just Yes, they're very, very careful. Another thing was, I didn't think about this, snow globes. 
Sometimes yes. people break out the snow globe during this time of year, but they contain antifreeze. Did not so, know that. I know I read that, Jay. I know. I did not even know that. Mm-mm. But if they get broken, um, that would be very, very toxic to your pet. Because I think they said as little as one teaspoon is really bad ingested for a cat and two tablespoons for a dog can be fatal. Exactly. And so, and uh, just, you know, just be careful where you're sitting stuff and where you're putting because you have to think about their level, where they are, you know, and, and a lot of times they're on tables and they're on little things and, and they're right there at their level. So, you know, one bump and it hits the floor and it breaks open. And, of course, the first thing that they're going to go in with is their nose and their, their mouth. So, you know, it only takes a couple of licks for it to be, you know, dangerous. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then speaking of that, too, on their level, watch out for cords, you know, because you've got the Christmas lights, you've got all these cords, and you have to be careful of your animals attempting to chew the Christmas lights. They can get burned. They can get shocked. Um there's some type of stuff that they said you can buy that you can actually, like, spray on some of the cords, and it kind of deters them from trying to go to it. I'm going to have to find that, or I'll definitely put it up on the Facebook page because you, you really don't want them trying to chew on extension cords or on strands of light while they're plugged also, in. That's not good. There are also, like, protective hoses, kind of protective plastic hoses that you can put all your cords in. It's sort of like... I think I've seen it with, like, computer. Like, if you, you have a computer or your TV cords and, you know, they're all kind of all over, you can encase them in these protective kind of hoses that they have or these little plastic um, tubes that they have that you can put them all in that kind of, like, gets them all in one kind of a thing and kind of gets them away and keeps them from being tempting to your to your animal. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Because I know right now I have cords everywhere, so... Another another thing, Jay, is is with with the holiday season, a lot of people have guests coming over, and you constantly yes. have people coming to the door, and new people, loud noises, different kinds of things going on. And your pet is, if you're going to have your pet out, you need to kind of give them some some behavior um, cues. You know, because you don't want your pet going there and jumping up on people. You know, Boomer pins you up against the wall once or twice in your life. <laughs> you know, and they're, it's not so much that they're, you know, they're just excited because you're excited. It's a festive time. Everybody's happy. Everybody's loud. Everybody's laughing. It's a party. And the dogs are feeding off your energy. So if you're happy and excited, they're happy and excited. And you've got people coming to the door and they're ringing the doorbell and it's more so than probably normal. So you want to make sure that your dog has the, the sit and the stay and the know kind of under, you know, kind of that they know what this means. You want to make sure that they're on their best behavior too if you're going to have them out and around. And it, sometimes if you have so many people that are coming, you might, because it can be overload. Because I know for me sometimes when I'm at a party or if I have lots of guests here, I just need a place to go to be quiet. Just put like a second or two just to kind of be like, okay, come <laughs> breathe for a minute. And your dogs need that, too. They need maybe, you know, when they've been around, you've got kids running around, noise and different things. So you might want to make sure that sometimes if you're going to have them, maybe you have a quiet place for them where you can take them and say, okay, we're just going to give you a little time out, let you kind of calm down, let you kind of zone out a little bit, you know, just to give them a quiet place. And some dogs might not actually, you know, be able to take all of that. So you might want to just set up a quiet place where when the guests do come, Get them in a place where it's kind of away from all the action, 
where it's quiet, where they have their familiar toys, and, you know, water and stuff that they need or what have you, and just kind of have them away from all of the action. Yes, because I know Missy's very antisocial, and, and she tends to want her own space when people are older, but she'll kind of run and hide somewhere. But I know sometimes for for dogs it's not as simple. Because cats, they'll kind of slink off somewhere. Missy will just get herself in the tightest spots, and I'll be looking for her, and I can't find her, but she knows how to hide. But it's still good to let them have their own space. And also during... Um, what is it, New Year's, New Year's especially when you've got the firecrackers and you've got the shooting and the shooting of the guns and all of this kind of stuff, you really, you know, want to make sure you try to keep them as calm as possible and kind of have, don't have them exposed to that stuff as much as you most possibly can. Exactly, exactly. Well, this is another show that went by very quickly. Just keep them in mind. Keep everybody in mind so everybody can have a safe and happy holiday season. Yes, yes. So make sure you have all your pets, you know, just, just have them in a safe place. Keep dangerous foods, dangerous um, um, ornaments, things like that that could potentially, you know, cause trouble for them. Keep all of that stuff away from them. Um, make sure that you guys join us next week. We'll have a lighthearted um, show. It's going to be all about reindeer. So, <laughs> Rudolph! Yes, we get to talk about Rudy and, and just anything you might want to know about reindeer. So make sure you tune in to next Saturday's show. We'll be on at our same time, uh, 5 p.m. Central. You guys have a great weekend. Happy holidays!